Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 173 of the Super Weapon Podcast, the most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, got my co-host DC here with me today. Oh, <laughs> I gotta edit that out to YouTube. <laughs> we just yeah, coming in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, keep that in, baby. Yeah. No, that's algorithms. We can't do it. God. No, I'll leave the coffee and I just got to beep out the cuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> I took a big breath of air to get hype and almost died. <laughs> What's up, everybody? He's so excited to talk. He couldn't contain himself, guys. Hold on. Oh, oh man. Uh, for our audio listeners, man, I, I got DC took a big breath, man. He just, he just. <laughs> oh, man. I just, something like i'm back baby it's your boy dc we are in the building and as usual we got some hot topics for you guys we're going to just talk about a few things you may or may not enjoy but either way just come kick it with us it's saturday morning and we're just trying to start this thing off right man yeah man no couple coughs. couple weeks before christmas for christmas or whatever your holiday of choice man we appreciate you guys spending that time with us here man we're um like like dc said we do have some interesting things to talk about before we get started just want to do a little bit of house cleaning of course make sure you guys once again please 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 go check out the last guest we had on two episodes ago terrible gaming uh, we just want to make sure to uh you know give our guests as much shine as possible those episodes are really great if you guys haven't had to you know at the moment or the time to go check out those dc is still dropping clips for those man as well just make sure you guys sub to our youtube as well man we here you know youtube is live it's in it's at full effect and we appreciate you guys showing love on all, all our other platforms as well man thank you um, thank you thank you thank you thank you as always but you know i i'm really excited just to jump into this stuff man because we had a pretty big piece of news come out of the playstation camp this week um, you know, talking about Naughty mm. Dog, man, those of you guys who don't know who Naughty Dog is, they're the ones who made The Last of Us. I'm sure if you haven't played the games, you've probably seen the show. Um, but they have come out and announced that they are scrapping The Last of Us online, which actually really surprised me. Because uh, we, we've kind of reported on it here and there, talked about it a little bit since they, you know, announced the inception of it. I was actually hoping we were going to get an announcement at, ga at the Game Awards, but clearly we didn't. And they put out an official statement. Um, basically saying that, you know, they, they would be choosing between delivering great single player games or supporting a live service game. And I know a lot of people were pretty upset at them about this, but I, I kind of want to, you know, poke a little bit, you know, a couple of different angles on this. Cause I think this is a pretty interesting uh, topic in and of itself, man. But just like overall, were you kind of shocked or, you know, were you expecting this to get canceled? Like where, where are you kind of sitting with this piece of news here? Were you excited for it at all? I know. I mean, we've, we've talked a lot about last of us here. We're big fans of it. To be honest with you, man, it was a little disappointing to be honest. Um, when it comes to like something new and fresh, which I thought, this could be that, right? I'm thinking that maybe this could put a spin on the multiplayer shooter, I guess. I don't know if it was gonna be a shooter. I'm not yeah. quite sure yeah. what it was gonna be, but um, I had high hopes for it because it's just like, maybe it'll bring something new to the table. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I wondered to myself a lot, like how is this gonna play out? Like, would it just be more of a, like a co-op thing, co-op objective-based type of multiplayer? Would it be kind of like how um, Uncharted had their multiplayer? It was like a kind of a over-the-shoulder uh, shooter, you know what I mean? Type. Well, I wouldn't say over-the-shoulder. What is it? You could see the person. Um, no, it's third person. Yeah, kind of third person. Yeah, yeah, third person. It was like a third person type of shooter, which was low-key very popular. Like, a lot of people like of uncharted multiplayer so <clears throat> excuse me um i was wondering if that would be their approach to their game or because me i wanted a more multiplayer kind of co-op-ish experience where you have missions and stuff you have to partake in to maybe bring materials and stuff back to your compound or right. just like maybe something different like that but i was really looking forward to seeing uh, what Naughty Dog 
spin on this was going to be. And now it's kind of like canned. And now I'm wondering why I'm wondering, like, uh, my thoughts are like, were they working on it? Then they were just like, yo, you know what? This is kind of a crappy idea. Or was it funding? Which I doubt very seriously. No, but yeah, who say. knows now? But I mean, hey, you land people off, man. So we can't just throw that away. You know, it may be, you know, maybe they didn't feel the need, you know, maybe the return on investment. Maybe they feel like they would have made this game. It probably wouldn't have got them what they wanted. So they just scrapped it. Um, it's a big mystery right now, but I know I'm not the only one who was looking forward to um, checking this game out because, and then it would have been something different besides yet another remake of one of PlayStation's goaded games. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, that's starting to be a problem now too with all the talks of these remakes. I'm like, okay, guys, like <laughs> let's get some new IPs. Let, let's let's not go the room the remake train just yet or it's too early like you know what i'm saying yeah. so i'm a little disappointed man not gonna lie uh, i was well, looking forward to this I'll, I'll say this much i don't know if you ever actually had a chance to check out uh they actually made a multiplayer quote-unquote mode for last of us already it was called last of us factions um if you never played heard it, about it, it was really really it. really fun man the community there was a there was a huge community for it back when it was like at its height and in my mind you know because we we did talk about bungie you know, after they were acquired, they actually had looked at the game that Naughty Dog was working on. And according to reports, allegedly, of course, we don't have any insider information, but they, you know, apparently Bungie wasn't very impressed with what they made. And oh. back in May, they even announced that they were scaling back, like scaling down on the development of the game. So they weren't devoting as many resources to it. So in my mind, right, mm -hmm. when you had Sony talking about they wanted to make 10 to 12 games as a service by, I think it was 2026 or 2027, a couple years ago. Um, I actually saw a report, like six of those games have been canceled. Six of the 12 that they planned on, you know, whether they were announced or not. And I think this was probably started out as something that was supposed to be similar to factions for them, but maybe they started to expand, just like you were saying, you know, because you were going to have that PVP element, obviously, but... Maybe they were looking at adding some sort of gameplay loop for people who wanted to go out and explore the world of Last of Us, collect materials. Um, you know, what comes to mind in that is uh, the division, kind of like that survival mode. Yeah, uh, that's like the exactly division what one I survival. Was, that's yeah. what I was kind of thinking. Same. Um, and just like in reading the letter that they that they wrote, they were basically saying like the game scale kind of got out of control, which is, you know, that's that's something that happens very commonly in the game industry. And, you know, I'm, I'm very disappointed as well. But at the same time, I kind of feel like just as a whole in this industry and tell me if you feel the same. Right. But I feel like that making like traditional style and I'm when I say traditional, like multiplayer games, I'm talking about ones that may be like arena style focused or something that's not trying to copy or build off of what Destiny, the franchise has already done. I think it's damn near impossible to make those type of games anymore even to the point where you have a studio as talented and creative as Naughty Dog, you know, looking at what they had and just completely just like, yeah, we can't put this out. You know, this isn't going to be good or the, the juice may not be worth the squeeze. The monetization might not be there. I feel mm -hmm. like we're, we're stuck as an industry where if it, if it's not something like a BR that comes out as free to play, that's already an established IP um, that it won't survive on the market. And I feel like that's probably what they were looking at. And maybe Sony's looking at that, you know, their portfolio as a whole, you know, first party games included, where they're like, we really have to figure out how we're going to continue to incentivize players to spend money in this game, continue to make money. But I, I really feel like that kind of stunts that creativity and that diversity you were just talking about, where we do have a season of remakes and and, and uh, remasters. And, you know, I, I look at, you know, something like Resident Evil 4, which was a great example of something that was completely remastered and did a phenomenal job versus, um, you know, the, the, the PS5 update for Last of Us 2, which, you know, some may agree or disagree with me. I don't think it was necessary, but do you feel mm -hmm. that kind of way, like, about, like, multiplayer games in general, that it's kind of hard to step outside that box now that's been kind of created? Um, yes, and, but that's exactly what's going to make a game great when they actually do step out of that box and actually hit the nail on the head, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've created like this, this catalyst of 
like FPSs and stuff like that. Like there's just this big influx of we have so many like shooters and stuff to where people are just so used to that. When something different comes, it's it's hard for it to be a hit. Right. Like if you think about it like right now. Now I joked about this last episode with um the gamer awards and the things that they were showing. Like either it's hack and slash or it's a shooter, right? right. And it feel like there's not enough room for anything else to exist outside of that world, which I don't necessarily agree with. I believe that it's just gonna take time to find something. People it's it's yeah. gonna take time to like break that little bubble that we we're in as gamers because mainstream game like I say like this, like people like me, I casually play games, but my whole ever since we've created this podcast, my whole thing has been to expand my palette, to try right. different genres uh of gaming of gaming outside of FPSs and stuff like that. And I'm finding a lot of great games. I found a lot of great games through my journeys and I I don't want them to feel like they have to kind of keep creating these same types of games. Um and with The Last of Us, uh I don't know what they plan on doing now. Maybe they scrapped it to focus we're on... Actually, yeah, we're actually going to... That's going to be the next part of the conversation. So at the end of the letter that they released, they mm-hmm. hinted that they're working on two single-player games right now. Um, they have two in the pipeline. I really feel like is one of them Last is... Last of Us 3? They didn't say names, but I feel like one of them is Last of Us 3. And I kind of... I feel to... like they may have... My bad, but I feel like they may have pulled resources to start working on Last of Us 3. I think they were, just, yeah. Honestly, I think they've been working on it. I and I'm hoping, and it, it, we could kind of talk about like hopes and dreams for, you know, the next Last of Us because we're gonna get a Last of Us three. In my personal opinion, I think it's it's almost a certainty. At you this have point. A, it's a trilogy. Like I think you have to end it. I think uh, Ellie's story is gonna end in this one, whether it be she succumbs to her mental exhaustion, maybe she like. I, I don't see it ending good for her. Like, I think this is going to be a very emotional game like part two was. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like, you know, this franchise makes so much money, there's going to be a transfer of power. My prediction would be something's going to happen to Ellie. If it's not death, it's going to be something close to it. And you may get a continuation of Last of Us, maybe not in necessarily a fourth one, but maybe someone else in the universe will take over the um, the role of Ellie, whoever that is. But I think like Ellie's time is coming to an end. We may get Ellie. She's a grown woman in part three. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. whatever the storyline is, it ends her story because this in my mind, you know, this is a trilogy. They're going to end her story. And like I said, when games make money, there's going to be a sequel. Absolutely. So the sequel may carry on with someone else. And I love the the world of Last of Us. So I feel like they got a lot to pull from and make it make sense. Like they, it wouldn't be just like a money grab. Like there's a whole world, characters and stuff. Now, if people accept that, because you know how we get, we fall in love with our main characters and stuff. Right. Look what happened to Joel, you know? That's people what, did I not take that well. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm in the mind of thinking that they're shuffling uh naughty dog is shuffling uh resources around to make things make sense and like i said no one's safe from layoffs it, it's been companies where they had layoffs and we're naughty like, dog had they, layoffs this year <laughs> yeah <laughs> they did they made massive amount of money from their ips uh what was it insomniac it, it, big yeah. dogs big almost, dogs almost seven thousand people uh before the end of the year have been laid off um hello Ivy, what's always, going on Hello, hello. Thank you for stopping by. Once again, guys, we are recording this podcast live. If you guys uh, ever want to stop by, we're live every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern, man, at twitch.tv slash Darius the Artist. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I, I feel like the third one, I, I would almost hope that there's some sort of time jump, right? Because, you know, spoilers. It will be. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm giving you five seconds to pause the podcast. Spoilers for Last of Us 3 ending. In five, four, three, two. I feel like with the end of Last of Us 2 story, you know, you, you see Ellie where she was just kind of broken, alone, 
Um, I forget the young lady. Was her name Dina? I think Dina. Dina yeah, you know, Dina. she ended up leaving Ellie because she didn't want her to continue to pursue that path of revenge. Um, because it just it's an endless cycle and. You know, I would love to see maybe like a 10 year, 20 year time jump where Ellie's much older, kind of closer to where Joel was in his age. Um, mm -hmm. Not necessarily walking the same path as him being, you know, this grizzled, I just hate the world because, you know, I've had I mean, so She's much. gonna be with Dina's baby. And that's what I was, either that or maybe another character. I forget the young, the young character that was kind of following around Abby. You know, maybe they could cross paths um, some kind of way. You know, I, I just don't feel like her and Abby's story is finished and I would love to see some sort of conclusion to, you know, what they feel like the end of the cycle of hatred looks like and how do you kind of overcome that? Because that was a big, I think big part of the story in the second one. I, I believe the cycle of hatred, we've all watched Naruto, we know how that goes, but I feel like the cycle of hatred ends in her dying. I truly believe Maybe that- Maybe she's released in that way of that hatred, you know, yeah. I really think that they're going to play on the mental aspect of it really heavy. I think mm -hmm. that Ellie's going to have demons that pretty much starts to consume her because in part two, they kind of let you know that she had real heavy, uh, like PTSD. Like she had a lot of, <laughs> she had a lot of problems. Like, yeah. Ellie had a lot of problems that she think about it. They in an apocalyptic world. There's no therapist or medication or nothing like no, that to no deal with these problems. Uh, You're just sitting on that avenues, shit. Right. So I feel like part three, it gets really, really dark for her and whatever threat or whatever they introduce to her. I feel like she's going to go down a path that she just can't return from. And I think the saving grace may be Dina and the baby. Like, there may be something in there that connects them somehow. And she starts to get a little hum humanity about herself. Cause you gotta think by the end of last of us Two, Ellie was just a killing machine. Like she didn't care about, she anything. was on a war path. Yeah. She was, uh, she was going crazy. Yeah. Abby. So we're talking about the last of us. I don't know if you've seen the HBO TV show. Uh, it's based off of a game. Um, if you have a PlayStation, I highly recommend you play it. It's a fantastic story. Uh, the first and second game are incredible. Some of the yes, best games I've ever it's played. Very good. Yeah, go play um, it. That's your homework. But yeah, man, I, I I don't know. Like as far as that, I think I think it's all but a certainty that we get some sort of Last of Us three. Um, do we get it this generation? I don't think so. Uh, maybe towards the end of the generation, like we did with uh, so, the PlayStation yeah. four. Um, so you have yeah. that, and then they, like I said, they announced that, you know, they quote unquote announced they were working on two single player games. I'm hoping the second game is some sort of new IP, you know, brand new IP where, you know, because we know Naughty Dog is great in making single player games. That's their huge focus. And they usually try to, you know, tell these, you know, stick to certain themes and, and really kind of push those themes through their stories. Like Last of Us, you know, one and two, you know, much like Walking Dead in the beginning was more about human interaction and how you kind of humans deal with the apocalypse that they're surrounded by, not the apocalypse itself. Um, I really kind of hope that they kind of flex their muscles a little bit, maybe do something sci-fi or, you know, cause I, I think it's going to be something very story based, very heavy story based. And maybe they could like touch on the theme, just like you mentioned, like with AI and stuff, we were talking about that before the podcast, maybe they do some weird, creepy AI game that's taking over the world. And you know, you are AI should AI be treated as humans kind of like iRobot. I would love to see something like that from them, honestly. Yeah, definitely. But one thing is for sure, though, PlayStation for sure, we already know they do well with their single player games. Yeah. So whatever they create, I'm pretty sure is going to is going to shake the room, whatever they create. And um, I think we need that balance because considering like all the multiplayer, like I said before, all the multiplayer, multiplayer shooters, um, single story uh, games. And I think a lot of single story games will also begin to create a lot of tv shows i i just got a feeling that like a lot of these single player games are going to start coming with um movies and tv shows i feel like and let me ask you this right i, I kind of talked about this i think with uh our good friend micah man i feel like now we're in a point in terms of like transmedia content so like stuff that exists outside of where it originally came from like video mm -hmm. game movies and tv shows are kind of at this point where they're, in my opinion, they're taking overtaking in terms of quality stuff from like superhero shows. Am I am I crazy? Like, because I feel like nope, the last couple of animated movies we've gotten, TV shows have been really good. 
I'm actually really excited, and I hope, I mean, you know, we didn't really touch on the Fallout TV show. We kind of talked about it a little bit last episode, but I feel like, you know, last, I'm excited for Last of Us Season 2, personally. I mean, it, I didn't I really like the last episode, gonna take but, it. you know, yeah, I'm I'm curious. telling you now, they're going to detour from the video game. They're not going to kill Joel. No, he's going to die. There's no story without him dying. You, that, man, that what's, story doesn't happen what's the actor's dying. name? Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, look. The ladies love Pedro, man. If they, it doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, it, no, how do you tell? You don't tell that die. story without him dying. There's no revenge man. without him dying. People said a lot of stuff about Invincible, and they they detoured from the comics. Okay, not not big moments like that though. That is literally the point of the. Story. Oh no no no! Let me put it like this: If he don't, if they don't kill him, I don't think it's gonna be so soon. Okay, can we agree maybe, with that? Maybe like the end maybe. of season two. Honestly, yeah, I feel I like think... I feel like the second game needs to be told in two parts. That's just me personally. Like I don't the feel like you game get was that. So damn long. Yeah, I don't feel like you, you remember get how that. long that <laughs> game was, <laughs> bro. Every time you thought it was over, it's just like the screen cut and then yeah. Ellie's walking again. You're like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> this game ain't over with yet. I don't. I don't feel like you get those those big moments in one season. There's no way they can tell that story in eight to ten episodes. That's just in my opinion. Yes, it's the one about the fungus. Yes, the cordyceps virus. That is correct. Which is actually a real thing, by the way. Which is kind of creepy. It is, but, and it's actually really yeah. scary. The only reason they can't—if you look up that virus, it's a real thing, and it's scary. Fungi, it's fungi. Like, it's not a virus. It's fungi. fungi. Yeah, yeah, fungi. And it's crazy fungi. because it, you know the only reason they don't survive in humans is because our body temperature is too high. By the way, that's some shit to think about. So, so uh, keep a fever. <laughs> No, don't, <laughs> don't keep a fever. Don't do. But that. yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I'm kind of with you there. I kind of wish we could have got this in some sort, in some form of fashion, that we could have seen this um, come out. But you know, it'll never see the light of day. And I honestly am curious what Sony is going to do going forward. I mean, we don't know what the hell they got coming out next year. They haven't made any sort of announcements about 2024 and beyond. If you think about it, so we'll we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, just like bed bugs. Yeah, so uh, we're teaching you guys something interesting so they you these animals these things won't survive on you because humans uh your internal body temperature is too high so but that doesn't mean it can't change good but anyway let's just hope they don't adapt right (laughs) essentially but yeah man let's talk about some twitch man let's talk about twitch hey hey, uh, my favorite topic you know i love to talk about some twitch been uh been heavy in the news with two put the guns down pretty significant yeah i just you know we talked about outrage culture and reaction content i feel like that's what we're kind of sitting in but the first thing i wanted to talk about was twitch talking about korea so south korea in particular so they made an announcement a couple of weeks ago that they are actually going to be shutting down operations in Korea due to the high mm. costs of uh, just ex- simply, simply existing inside of the country. And this is not just a Twitch thing. I know a lot of people were upset at Twitch and stuff. This is not Twitch doing this. This is the Korean government and how they choose to charge uh, businesses to operate in their country. Um, so Twitch basically said that after February 27th, their business in Korea is going to be shut down. So there's like a little timeline that they released where they made the announcement. Then February, uh, like late February, those people in the country, the streamers and stuff, you can no longer monetize. You can't, viewers can't gift you money. They can't send you money. You can't make any sort of purchases. And then in March, uh, you, you essentially will, you'll get your last payout. And then June of next year, they're completely shutting down operations in Korea. Um, that shit sucks. <laughs> like I can't put it any other way. I know mm. there are a lot of popular uh, streamers um, in from Asia in Korea who are basically like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, you know? Because at this point, you're just you're out of a job. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you could just go to Kick. Like it's not for somebody who had to move platforms against his will. It is not easy to rebuild that community. Just think of it's just like <laughs> a it's like an electronic e- eviction. Pretty you know, much, yeah. it's just like it happens so abruptly, and it's just like you hope that your 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 audience or your followers, community, whatever you want to call them, you just hope that they follow you um, to kick or wherever these people may YouTube, land, and yeah, wherever you go. But some people, for personal reasons, whatever it may be, they may not want to go over to kick. They may not want to follow you over there. So. Yeah, it's 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 a doozy, man. It's once again, you know, life just hits you with a situation and you got to 
adjust and adapt. Like hopefully a lot of these people have um multi platted it, you know, Diversified got different content. kind of content. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they got different types of content out on the the YouTubes and the TikToks. And hopefully it'll sustain them because I'm not like I'm pretty sure the, the some of those streamers may have been full time, you know, literally making a living off of this and for it to be snatched up like that is rough, man, is is crazy. Like you never know. And like you said, this is Korea's government actually doing this. Yeah. So I don't know if we can equate this to necessarily like a layoff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, so, it's once again, this is nothing that they could like Twitch has been trying to work with the Korean government, South Korean government to figure out some kind of way to, you know, continue to to operate in the country. And from my understanding, after I think either March or June, like you, you won't even be able to visit the site anymore. Like it's completely kaput. Like there's no which sucks for the people who may not be streamers who may watch, you know, like let's say you're a South Korean, you know, native who likes watching U.S us-based streamers and your favorite streamer shroud or or you know lyric or whoever you know you won't be able to watch your favorite stream anymore so it's going to affect more than just those people who are staying in the country because you know you you have some viewers who may support outside of their countries you know i know i have we have some international viewers here as well and i don't know i would actually like that would kind of scare me like twitch just decided you know never say never of course but if twitch just decided to shut down operations in the u.s they're like hey we can't the government told us we had to pay more money than we're willing so see ya and that's not far-fetched <laughs> people don't understand if you don't understand the business side which we'll get to with the artistic nudity and all that stuff like besides selective outrage if you really start mathing the math on the business aspect you would understand you will have a more a, a clearer vision of why companies and we'll take this off twitch why companies do what they do mm -hmm. there's always like a reason behind it and like uh our good brother dave sent me down a rabbit hole the other day when we started talking about you know how much does twitch really make not and much. you would be surprised the answer i was telling him that and he did not believe me I was like, dog, Twitch, Twitch is not a, a, a as big as a moneymaker. I don't even remember the last time they've been profitable. I mean, I always tell people like this, right? If, if people try to make that counterclaim is for every prime prime Twitch prime sub they give out, that's money lost for them. They're, they're paying for that. Twitch and Amazon are paying for that money. Like that's not a free five dollars that just falls off the money tree. That is Amazon like that. It never is. It never <laughs> is. And like, that's what I love about pod and about business because once you start pulling that curtain back and you start seeing like what stuff really costs, mm -hmm. like just to maintain, you got to think Twitch is a streaming service essentially. And those services are hard to keep up on the back end. Mm -hmm. You have to have a lot going on. You have to pay a lot of people, you know, and then, I mean, to give it up to Twitch, you never really notice Twitch being down like it, it it goes down but there's like maintenance behind this there's people you have to pay to keep these servers going it's a whole bunch of stuff that they have to pay for yeah. just to maintain this site and then you got to think about it who's making switch money it's their top what one percent i like to call maybe 0.1 percent yeah the top maybe one point percent earners like the top streamers are the ones who are truly making Twitch some type of revenue. I mean, you, cause you even look back and this is something I actually learned when Nick Merckx moved over to kick when those, those streamers at the very top are play are paid a flat rate of what their contract says. Right? So let's say you were making, you had 5,000 subs a month, right? On average, before you signed your Twitch contract, they were giving example, they, they would probably give him $15,000, you know, 15,000 subs worth of money every month like irregardless of what your sub numbers look like irregardless of, but in 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 turn of that all of that revenue was going to twitch all that sub revenue that people were subbing to you were going to twitch but it was paying for your contract that's right so that, you're under a contract but right. you're basically your subs and stuff is going to twitch correct so they were paying so you they, a, they were paying a contract, you a flat rate million. versus yeah. and i'm not sure if ads were were added on top of that um i i would hope ad money was added on top of that right but you never know. So they were getting a flat rate and Twitch was taking everything else, um, which is apparently a fairly common thing for a lot of the top 
uh, contract with streamers that I didn't know. I just assumed mm-hmm. that they were making more per sub, but so it's a, even it's your a boy Kai, even you, you like Kai Sanat. Yeah, he's most like, likely getting all those subs, a flat sub rate. I'm he sure. has a probably a flat rate of maybe like four million a year, right? I'm just throwing a number right. out there. Could be more, could be less, but those subs that's like, yeah, you're basically making Twitch money, which in turn you would think they need more big time streamers to bump up that revenue and it is not that easy no it's not that easy at all and that's what i was trying to explain to dave like man they're not just rolling in money and then you got to look at amazon i keep telling people this Amazon when amazon acquired them when when streaming was at its peak and amazon hurry up and jumped in there and copped them for a quick investment they really didn't know what was going on they didn't know game streaming nothing like that they just saw a they just saw opportunity and they took it man we could literally wake up tomorrow amazon and them could be like yo this is not really profiting us like we thought it was Mm -hmm. it's not really making us money we're gonna go ahead and do away with twitch i'm pretty sure they probably under a contract or something but once that contract is up they might be like hey we're looking at these numbers and is what you say the juice ain't worth the squeeze? Yeah, they could they could eject Twitch out of their portfolio. I mean, it's not unheard of. I mean, right. you know, for for all the good that Dan has come, you know, Dan Clancy, the see the new CEO of Twitch. You know, he came from Amazon. For people who don't know, you know, he and I've listened to uh, quite a few interviews that he's been in over the last year, and he he constantly always talks about how he you know he wants to do right by the community, but they also have a business to run. Essentially, you know, they had they, exactly. they have decisions. Listen to, to make. the last part. You know, you look at what they what did they announce the other day that squad streaming was going away in January. Some people were upset about that. It's like, when have you ever used that? Y'all feature? didn't read and y'all didn't read like that, that stuff. But my point y'all is, like read. those those types of three, those types of things cost money. Those development, you know, development of features on the platform costs money. So you, you have these you have these moments where. You know, this is why I get frustrated with our community as a whole, because <laughs> I, I touched on this when we had terrible gaming on content creators do not want to understand the business of content creation. And that is to our detriment, because that's how communities, that's how uh, industries are taking. They, people will take advantage of your lack of knowledge. You know, you mm-hmm. look at branded sponsor deals and things like that. They will take advantage of your lack of knowledge. So it's best to inform yourself of these things and. You know, my heart goes out to all those people in Korea because I, I, I would not imagine, I couldn't imagine once again, you know, not having a platform, a comfortable platform to stream to. Like I said, I, I was on Mixer. I was on my way up. I was in there. Then they, they cut out the lights. They just, the next day, hey, we can't run this in. Microsoft's like, I'm sorry. We're going to shut down Mixer. No warning, no nothing. <laughs> they just show up like, hey, business is shrewd. Like business yeah. is business at the end of the day. And, mm-hmm. you know, I talked to my brother and I really want to get my brother back on here because my brother, yes. he's he's up there with the people who have to make those type of decisions. And he's like, dude, it's not easy. He was like, you know, people, he was like, you have people who care and then you have people who don't care. And when you care, it, it's just hard. Like you have to make a business yeah. decision that essentially is going to affect mm, 2000 people's lives. We got to do this before Christmas. I got to tell this person Hey man, we're closing this division. Yeah. You know, he was like, you know how hard it is to sleep at night knowing that before Christmas, you just laid 2000 people off. Now everybody don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> so most CEOs been built for this, you know, they, for whatever reason, it's just like, yo, if it's not profiting, they we got to do what we got to do. And that's why they, a lot of people think like CEOs are heartless or cold I kind of I kind of understand why they why they are the way they are because if you allow yourself to get to know the people that you have to let go, it's tough. Like that takes it. You're losing a piece of your humanity, in my opinion. Anyway, you know, if I was that person, right? Know, I would I would hate just like you said. I I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing I had to tell someone that they're getting let go. That you know, it's not your performance. It's just business. Like that doesn't make somebody feel good. Yeah, and as much as we say that. Like I've been on the ass end of that. I'm like, yo, I ain't trying to hear nothing you talking about, dog. <laughs> like, you know, just just a little insight, really, yeah, man. Like for yeah, me, yeah. But when you really look at it, right? 
It's just like when you look at it from a business perspective, there's an understanding there, but it doesn't make it easier. You know what I'm saying? No. It still doesn't make it easier when it happens to you. No, so, it doesn't, man. Like, you know, you know, just a little bit about myself. I was let go from a company. I was working in IT department for a very large insurance agency. I'm not going to name on stream. Um, you know, just they lost a lot of money last year. I'll leave it at that. And they decided that they were going to basically send all their IT work overseas. I was on the outside looking in. I was the first guy in the door, you know, first guy out, unfortunately. Wasn't a performance thing. Literally let go of my entire department. And it just sucks, man. You know, that's that's why, you know, once again, as a content creator, man, diversify your content because you never know, you know, a, a policy change could affect how much money you're paid on a monthly basis. A, you know, the people who are holding the keys could just decide that we don't want to continue to operate at a loss anymore. Hey, we're going to move on from something else. We're going to move on to something else. We're going to get rid of this and it's over with. And, you know, like I said, my heart goes out to those people in Korea, man. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, a lot of them probably just, aren't going to be able to survive the change. I know a lot of people who came over from Mixer who didn't survive. You know, a lot of great streamers who are doing good over there. A lot of talented people who just faded to black because they they couldn't survive. They had to go get a job. You know, you had yeah, to go back in the real once world. You, and as, like, once you get that, like, once you, oh, man, it's hard. It's hard, you know, content creating and having a nine to five job then on top of that you know people have families and stuff and some people mm -hmm. they just get to the point where they're like hey man forget it it's it's not worth it man i'm gonna keep saying it because it's the title of the episode juice ain't worth the squeeze you know so <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying so this guy you know here. hopefully they land hopefully they land well you know hopefully they land on their feet yeah. complete the flip you know what i'm saying but with twitch my thing is this hey man i just want y'all to start reading oh my god read and don't people. just read the tweet click on the bot the click blog on post. the damn link and read <laughs> read it, it all before read the you... whole thing <laughs> because a lot of y'all when they when they dubbed that uh the team streaming thing y'all didn't read for shit oh uh, here's another feature that twitch is just y'all didn't of, read blah, blah, if y'all would have gave it to small like. small streamers blah 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 Oh, so you didn't read my huh? experience no, okay. with Twitch twit longer. That's all I hate. Don't get me started, but read because then when and then a lot of y'all didn't even double like some of y'all doubled down <laughs> yes. on it. And I was just like, OK, I'm going to log off Twitter now because apparently you're in the wrong and you just don't want it. Uh, OK, gosh, man, people just people on Twitter with the hot takes, man. But <laughs> let's move on to the next subject, which is kind of it, it's kind of. Yes. Kind of rolling into that, what you were just talking about. Yeah. So. Um, you know, Twitch decided on the 13th of December to update their approach to sexual content and content classification labels or CCLs for those of you who aren't sure what they are. So essentially what a CCL is, if you, if you are playing a mature game or, you know, you're, it's a way for Twitch to kind of filter your content to its intended audience. That's essentially what a, a CCL is, a content classification label. And so Twitch wanted to try to be a little bit less ambiguous with their TOS in regard in regards to sexual content um, with within the community guidelines. And so they basically were like, you know, we're not going to we're no longer going to essentially punish people who are making adult, you know, adult themed art um, in, you know, whether that's body painting or drawing, you know, big booby anime girls, whatever you're into. I don't know what you, you weirdos are into, but they were they were basically trying to to clear up the muddy waters that have been a problem ever since Twitch's inception, in my opinion. And man, did people go nuts. <laughs> I feel like this, it, 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 this is my opinion on it, right? Because I know the biggest thing that people were talking about where what about the kids? You're putting this stuff in front of children. Our our kids. So only time y'all care about y'all kids is when Twitch you do know, something. My my thing is right. You know we live in this this world where it is it is essentially impossible to 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 keep things like that away from kids. You know unless you're you, you're a unless you're a attentive parent, which is what it always comes back to. Are you being attentive to your kids and what they're watching and what they're consuming on the internet, right? And I feel like we're at this point 
in the world where you know people people have these moral opinions these these stances that they want to take without once again reading fully what they were trying to say so before we get too deep into the the content or the topic i want to hear what your thoughts on on this because i know you had some very strong opinions as well on twitter oh man i was about you, to boy you, i was about you, to paint it up our, our dc yeah dc was once again <laughs> he was once again in these uh, streamer streets on twitter man i I commend you for fighting in these trenches, man. But what are your thoughts I stay on all in this, the trenches? Um, well, here we go, man. So first of all, I would like to say this: there's there's bigger fights out there, y'all. <laughs> there's other fights out there. There's other <laughs> fights you can fight, man. But first of all, I want to harken back on this article I was telling you about. So apparently, uh, Twitch reversed the policy because it's, it was citing AI as creating two, two days two later real, two realistic images. Yes. So uh, I was trying to do the research on that right before the pod because I was talking Darius about it off the pod uh, for the reason why they pulled back on it. And that was one of the reasons. That was one of because, the big ones, yeah. Yeah, that was one of the big reasons. And you guys can look this up. Read. I just want, man, you know what I want people to do? Honestly, man, I just really want people to read and really start comprehending things. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, you can't have that if we're AI is spouting out realistic images because guess what? Now it's going against TOS, right? So essentially they're shooting themselves in the foot. I don't think they thought about AI. AI is affecting everything in the world. <laughs> so I think it's going to come back. So there's still hope for me. It's going to come back because I got art, damn it. But I think, anyway, uh, I think it's going to come back and it's going to be refined even yeah. more. You know what I'm saying? Because once again, all jokes aside, once again, it comes down to making Twitch profitable, right? You yes. don't want to alienate people, you know, because I like, man, I've been on gym, what, gym streams on Twitch. I've been like, if you dig deep, there's there's genres for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of don't get the big, like, big hoopla over, like, artistic nudity, someone body painting. It's not taking your views. Shut up. It, it's not. Oh, but, people but are how gonna can watch I play COD on when she's, when she's painting her belly button, man? What what am I, how am I going to get my I viewers back? I can't focus on shooting if I keep looking at her belly. <laughs> like, maybe you're the problem, but I don't care. Like, I was telling people on Twitter, does that stop your motion? And I was like, no, then get back to work. Like, it's not going to affect your motion. It's just something I feel like they're doing now. Is it a little... Is it a little risque? Yeah. And the reason why they're doing it, because let's be honest, man. Hey, sex sells. Let's just be real. In whatever form, artistic nudity, whatever they want to call it, it's going to draw more people to Twitch, right? That means Twitch is more profitable. Hopefully it produces. Uh, I, I think they have to walk a fine line with that. And, and of course, with everything they, it, right? they do. Like, but they... Cause, cause okay. a lot of a lot of Twitch's like money nowadays comes from ad sponsorships and deals, right? Brand deals. And mm -hmm. you you look at a site like you, get on you look too. at a site like Kick, where um, and this was a conversation a few weeks ago that people were having. There are almost no sponsors willing to touch that platform, period. And that's what you I know, was going to get at too. Due, due to there, oh man, you 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 really want to see some wild west type stuff? Just spend an afternoon browsing through Kick. You know, like people are insanely loose with what they interpret the TOS to be over there. And I think the problem is, you know, Twitch is trying to fight a unwinnable war, essentially. You know, they're trying to get get that part of the the their their community under control. There are people who like to draw those things or you know, hell, I went to art school, man. I sat in a I sat in a life drawing class for three hours with a naked human standing in front of me, you know, charcoal drawing. But does that mean that, you know, inherently it, it just depends it just depends on your intentions with the content you want to make. And they're you know? gonna regulate that. Like if you don't like I think one of the things with this overhaul is and they said it if people read, that you know, they're gonna now saying it and doing it is a different thing. Correct. I get that. 
but they say that they're going to like tighten up with their TOS when they roll this out. This is not over. They're going to roll it out again. Yeah. But like you said, and I was getting to that, like you, you're making a play for the money, but you got to be careful not to scare the money. Like you want something that kind of, I feel like they are, I'm just going to say it, man. I feel like they're tweetering, they're teetering the line because you can scare off sponsors, right? Yeah. But you also want that content because that that content it brings people. Let's let's just it be honest. People that, and they spend that, money on your platform. Yes, exactly. So we're playing a balancing act here, and it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Because if they start losing sponsors, Twitch is going to get that shit out of here ASAP. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's done. It's gone. So this is a beta. This is what this is. This is a beta. They're testing this out. Right or who's to say the AI thing? They the AI excuse. I'll let, I'll call it an excuse for right now. Maybe some sponsors reached out to them was like, "Hey, what are y'all doing?" So Twitch was like, oh, "Whoa!" I, I okay. can almost guarantee you there was a conversation that somebody had with someone. I I, I can almost guarantee you that. <laughs> and Twitch was like, "Hey, yo, we gotta roll this yeah. back." Hold and, up. And I mean, once again, you know, going back to those those content labels. You know, they even explicitly said in the blog, the original blog that they dropped, that none of that content would have ever made it to the front page. For those of you who don't know, Twitch's front page is a walking billboard. You know, if you ever look at that carousel at the top that you can kind of scroll through, a lot of those are usually like sponsored posts or, um, you know, they, they usually have some sort of brand deals or something like they're usually doing something that was worked for through Twitch. And, you know, shout out to Darkstar in the chat. I, I, I. I respectfully disagree with you. I don't think Twitch is turning into OnlyFans. I think that's one of those knee-jerk reactions that people have, that had that they have had over the last couple of days. Where Twitch, what they they never said that you could make any sort of sexually. They they specifically said in the blog, you know, anything that's sexually explicit, sexual acts, you're automatically banned. Same thing that they've been doing. But if you read T TOS, people can read TOS and find little loopholes in it, just like you can find loopholes in anything else. But People, and that's what they were doing. And that's and what that people were doing. And that was part of the problem with, with animated adult theme. I'm going to say adult theme content once again. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and people, you know, they, they realized that people were just taking things too far and it was causing all sort of conversations. Now, I will say this. I think Twitch needs to do a better job of age verifications and putting that content behind mature content behind some sort of barrier that, uh, people who are not of age should not be able to view that content. I a hundred percent agree with that. I don't care who you are. It's once again, that's like a moral, you know, you, you can say morally, uh, you know, I don't want my kid watching scary movies, mature films, blah, blah, blah. But if, if I see a young lady doing yoga poses and writing names on her chest or something for subs, like, I don't think kids need to watch that, man. I think we can agree with that. Right? Like that's a little, that's, mm -hmm. that's pushing it a little far. Man, most kids, let's be real, most young kids in the Fortnite damn category, bro. Nah, but, you can't say that though. You really can't say that. Because if it was know, if it man, was that you simple, have to dig. You have to dig for the unless it's on the front page. Not on I social agree. media anymore. You don't have to dig for it. Look at what Instagram does. You say it all the time about how you get these weird bots that follow you on Instagram. Imagine a kid ah, true. Imagine a teenager who has an Instagram who may who doesn't even may not even look at that stuff. It probably gets pushed to their feed some kind of way, right? It's, it's uh, too easy. It. It's too easy for yeah. Ability. It's too easily accessible. You know. And, I mean, even like and, and another thing, man. Hey, man. well, I'll talk about that later. That's kind of off topic. But <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of agrees to disagree in here, and I like yeah. this. I, I like. We this love little. the conversation in here, man. Yeah, this I like is, the conversation, man. This I is what it. I think is important, and you know, a lot of people where all the sky is falling for Twitch and block. Twitch isn't going anywhere. They're gonna be fine. Will they figure this out? I, I'm not too confident in that. I mean, we've seen them kind of roll back policies before. I mean, look at what happened I with don't the think whole over. Look at what happened with the whole hot tub thing a couple of years ago. Oh they god. Had no, the, they the had no idea. Fiasco. Yeah, they had no idea how to police that directory uh until they spun you know, just chatting until they spun it off into its own directory. Maybe that's something they need to do, right? Like if you want to make mature art or something, spin it off into its own directory age gated for kids so they can't view the shit you know i i, I don't pretend Even like if I, you I mean age gated at the end of the day uh, it's going to be a combination between them and the parents 
Exactly. You just got to be mindful. I understand, you know, I don't take it lightly. I know y'all parents have to work and do so much stuff and, and take care of your kids. But at the end of the day, you know, is just pick up the phone, check the history. And, talk to you know, kids, most, man. Yeah. yeah, have that talk with them. But like, hey, this is what's online. I don't want you on this because this can happen. Like, there's a lot of a, a predatorial behavior that happens online. Like, people trying to get money out of your kids and stuff. I had it happen to my nephew, but thank God um, my nephew was smart enough to talk to me and his mom like hey this person's doing this this that asking mm -hmm. me for this and you know we was like yo we told him straight up like yo they're running scams and stuff and he was smart enough not to let it happen but you got to have these open uh open-end conversations with your kids because as tech grow people get weirder it's, shit's weird I like mean, people get there, there's and, child predators who play uh roblox roblox yeah you know that, I, that i remember like a couple years ago i sent my sister-in-law something because my nephew he was real heavy into roblox and how they were essentially extorting kids or getting them to send them videos or photos just weird stuff man like you you know yeah, you, like can i get a picture of you like i've, I've seen this shit i've seen it yeah. my nephew like i said my nephews they could they'll come tell me they be like hey i'm like don't send any of your information don't be don't. taking pictures like we tell him we him i mean me his mom like everybody like yo like if we let you play online matter of fact we don't even want you talking you don't even need to be on the mic <laughs> no Mute no up. voice chat yeah nothing and then we're Make not saying as parents man you, you don't have to play the games with them but just be informed at what your kids are doing or looking at online you know there's there's child locks or you know parental controls on most uh, like tech sites, games and stuff. I mean, you can do it on PlayStation, and Xbox. You can, you can turn on parental controls. So there's there's ways to, I don't want to say police, but monitor. Yeah, be involved and monitor the things that your children are doing online. Hey, let me tell you what I'm gonna do as a parent. I'm gonna go create a whole profile and I'm just gonna sit in Roblox and watch my child. <laughs> You're just gonna be their friend. <laughs> Who are you talking yeah. to? Yeah, I'm just gonna be their best friend and walk around with them. And they're gonna Get be a like, voice changer or something. <laughs> Dad, is that you? No. Nah, Did you hear not. me in another room? No, it's not me. What are you talking about? No, it's not me. But let me ask you this real quick because yeah. I know we're running short on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you like to see from Twitch moving forward in the future? Whether it be new category, new interface, whatever. What do you, what do you think just like will as far help as features Twitch? or yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, anything. I I would I mean honestly man, I think they're doing something right with trying to do the content labels and stuff. I mean, we use a couple here um for the podcast and stuff when we're live just being in the directory and whatnot. I think I wish there was an easier way to search through those filters like Maybe you want to like you could pull up a, a filter and be like, I want to see, you know, black guy playing FPS or, you know, horror game or, you know, some something like that to, to where you can discoverability is always going to be the number one thing for me, honestly. And I know that's mm -hmm. that's something that's a hard thing to figure out. You know, people much smarter than myself have been working on. I'm sure they've been working on ways to kind of to fix that. But I feel like Twitch is at this really interesting point. Because they're, they're trying to experiment a little bit with the whole, you can add like the little stories and stuff, kind of like Instagram and, you know, whatnot. I would maybe mm -hmm. like expansion, like ways to to interact with your community more on the platform when you're not live, you know, maybe turn your clips. Like I, I've been saying this, like Twitch needs to, maybe their mobile app could turn into like a, a semi version of TikTok where someone, let's say someone clips your stream. You have a funny moment, cool moment. They clip it for like 60 seconds, a minute, whatever. And it, it goes into a feed, like a for you page, uh, you know, on Twitch, you know, that mm, way you, you have Twitch, ways you to listening? discover. Cause I'm gonna be honest, man. I like, think that's kind of fire. I don't, I don't really search for new people to watch anymore at this point. Like I have the people that I watch when I do watch Twitch mm -hmm. and I don't go outside of that bubble. And I feel like there's uh, quite a few people like that on the platform, you know, and you know, for, for all, for as big as Twitch is, people gotta realize Twitch is such a small part of the industry. It's not, it's not comparable to something like YouTube or even TikTok at this point. So they yeah, need to because... they need to find ways to engage with where the consumer is for content. You know, like people have that. You know, people call it TikTok brain. You know, I kind of have the shit too, where I'm just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through TikTok, and I don't remember the two scrolls ago what I watched. Oh yeah, yeah, we're definitely living in a time of um, 
of uh, I can't even think of the word of it right now, but like we process so much so fast now. Right. Like it's just in and out, literally. Like you'll see it, laugh at it, and then you're on to the next laugh. It's almost like yeah. It's almost like cocaine. And then you could even do something, you could take it even farther where you have a feed of people who are live of submitted, just like Wendy said, of submitted clips. Like this guy just did something crazy in this war zone tournament, you know, and you, you get it right back. You you see that person, hey, I want to click on the it just has like live now. You click on that person's stream and you find a community. Or maybe they could have like a feature where since like you know, when games like Call of Duty come out, right. Maybe they could have like a squad up feature or something like Hey, Something. you know, yeah, like, hey, you want to play with me? Like the person could just kind of put out or like games where it's just hard to find people to play with, mm -hmm. like Destiny or something. Like maybe they could have like a squad up feature or something where, you know, you can, give you your can even community. incentivize the viewers some way because I know that or they were, I don't know if they still are doing this, but at one point, if you watched a certain amount of ads, you got bits to use in people's chat, you could turn that shit. Like if you watch. X amount of shorts, you know, we'll give you 10 bits. We'll give you 20 bits, you know, something that will incentivize the user to want to continue to use said feature. And I think that's a lot of, that's a lot of things that Twitch does. They'll introduce stuff, but there's really no incentive incentivization or, or people don't, don't know how to in integrate it into their content, which can be tough. Like but I, I think know, I've been trying to think of that myself with the whole, like I said, with the whole, Instagram story thing like it's tough because if yeah. you if you put mm -hmm. something up and so let's say oh I'm live now I think they exist for like up to three days or something like and let's say somebody finds that two days later you're not live I mean yeah it brings you to their channel but you're like oh shit well he's not live I'm not gonna watch that's a potential yeah. follower that you lose I, I think one of the main focuses like you said would be I'll I'll add to that um on the side of discover discoverability um to me it's like welcoming you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying to uh doer people who are using the platform whether no matter what their ambitions are whether it's just a hobby mm -hmm. they want to go full-time this is what they want to do i think creating features mm, to be more welcoming and this is coming from like this is coming from like my my rp brain like i think about like when I'm role playing like on GTA and like how new people will come to the city and they don't have a clue, like even where to start. Right. So I think about that when I'm thinking about Twitch, like, you know, you might get some of the equipment or you might um, be streaming from your, your, your console and you kind of just like going with the flow. Like, I think like if they just had more f welcoming features, um, maybe it'll help with them and retention and at the end of the day because more people that's using the flat platform is better for Twitch. Agreed. And, you know, for up-and-coming streamers to create tools that will help them with their discoverability, everybody freaking wins. So there's just some things that I think they need to think about. And I think Dan is not an idiot. Damn, I'm man. pretty sure Dan is probably thinking. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I've been very apprehensive of Dan just because, like, Twitch has been like crazy before he stepped in. So I'm kind of giving him a shot. He hasn't done anything crazy. We haven't had any scandals. This nah, is not a scandal. Yeah. I don't care what nobody says. This is just people not reading. But um, yeah. So I'm kind of watching Dan. I'm, I'm still watching you. Watching Keep doing good, man. Please. And, you know, just, yeah, even Winnie has some more good ideas. I, I think there's a plethora of things that they could look to do. And now that they're being a little bit more open about you live streaming on multi-platforms, um, you know, maybe make it easy for people to upload their clips to shorts, to TikTok and YouTube right from the site. You know, you can do that for certain other platforms. I don't see why Twitch wouldn't uh, integrate that something in the future, but I don't know. <sighs> that was a great, that was a great one, man. I think that's a good place to, to wrap her up. Um, thank mm -hmm. you all for hanging out for episode 172 of the podcast, man. This is uh, it's always great to have people in chat, man. Shout out to all the people, all the viewers and stuff we have today. Once again, if you want to watch this or, you know, want to participate, show up live, man. We are live every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Y'all um, like our cr audience, yes. or our crowd. It's like. <laughs> yeah, we hear we hear hand claps in the back right now. All right? We, we appreciate you guys, man. Um. That's going to be the end of the episode, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. You can find me everywhere. Darius the Artist, uh, Twitter, Darius the Artist, where E is a three. I'm never calling it X, so don't ask me to. Um, and I'm going to give mm -hmm. DC the floor. Close this out, baby.
Oh, it's on me. Oh, it's on you, baby. I'm up here dancing. I'm up here dancing and doing dumb shit. Um, guys, I don't have too much to say. My main thing is this. Before you go jumping off the ledge, make sure you read the instructions. There might not be a mattress at the bottom of that ledge or cliff you jump off of. A lot of people just see Twitch. They get upset. They want to just fly off the deep end. Avi, I want you to put the paintbrush down. Whatever you ordered off Amazon, please return it. Hey, just read 2OS, man. <laughs> Whatever you do with your content. Uh, no, nah, Avi's a wild card. I, I just don't know about her sometimes. But, um, yeah, I just really want people to start just just dig into your business brain a little bit more. And if not, you guys can come to us. We we love that stuff. We love talking about the back end stuff. And uh, I want to give a shout out to my sister-in-law. Um, yeah, you know, just sending prayers her way. Um, her, her mother is not in the greatest of health. Um, it's the holidays. It's always tough to kind of deal with that situation during the holiday. So I just want to send prayers out to her. Want to uh, send it out prayers to our guy Dark Star in the chat. Sending prayers out to him. Uh, sending prayers out to Built. Our guy built up real nice. You know, um, it's been a rough year. Uh, sending prayers out to you too, my brother. Um, I know you dealt with a little some loss recently, so yes. I want to just send prayers you, out man. to everybody before we uh, be up out this thing. You know, uh, just stay safe out here, y'all. Love, Love each other, man. We we're here for you guys. We appreciate all of y'all, man, taking the time, even if it's a minute out of your day, man. Um, and if you got anything out of this podcast, man, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that you think might enjoy it. We appreciate that. Um, but thank you guys. That's going to be into the audio version. If you guys are in the chat, hang around. We're going to play some video games. See you later. Peace. Always fun, guys. Peace.